Test one, two, test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and cousin Brewski. The vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Take one. To the vocal minority with Nick and Steve, Vala Brewski, and welcome back for another exciting episode, guys, gals, and my non-binary pals. That's right. We're all back. We're here. We uh, we got quite some abuse this past week, but none of us have been killed yet, so here we are. That's the truth. Uh, <laughs> how you doing, Brewski? I'm doing fantastic. I did. Li- I was doing battle on behalf of the VM on Facebook, and it felt really good. It Saw did. you guys both jump on there. Uh, here's the thing, dude. This is what I'm thinking because we got some great comments and some really crappy comments on the whole Kid Rock Bud Light thing. Yep. You guys went online to all the transphobic bastards out there and uh, jumped on them. I was unsure if I should do it. I didn't know if I should like join in or if it should come from a show account or how we should do this. What's the preference? That's a great question. I'm worried about your personal safety chiming in on your own Facebook account. Bruce doesn't care. No. (laughs) Boston, everyone's looking for a fight there. So (laughs) shout out the window. Hey, we got some asses to kick. uh, We'll have backup. Nick's in the peace-loving Pacific Northwest. So uh, actually, no, he's in Kansas. Don't track him down. (laughs) Yeah, end up being really dangerous (laughs) for me. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about it maybe into the show. But uh, yeah, we posted one of our Kid Rock videos. And the amount of just bigoted hatred, misinformation, just vile internet crap that came our way. I mean, trolls upon trolls. Now, they gave us thousands of views, so thank you for that for on our social media. <laughs> what are we at? Did we get a last check? Oof, well, the Facebook video is over 5,000. It's like 5,200-something, and we're almost at 500 comments, which is definitely a record for the number of comments we've ever gotten on something. It's a good ratio, uh, dude. I mean, that's a lot of comments for that many views. Yeah. yeah. At first, it was nothing but the haters. And, uh, yeah, I was chiming in on the Vocal Minority account. Brewski jumped on in at one point on his the, his personal account. And then, I don't know what happened, but some liberals find started joining in and evened it out a little bit but it was just a disgusting display of internet hatred you made a comment to me last night that i thought we'd see more love come in from the liberals like fighting back and everything and i i said to you i think i know what it is dude i think people are so fatigued of taking a stand in uh friends and family environment like facebook or whatever that people are just starting to back off yeah, I mean, that would make sense. I was, uh, yeah, I was disappointed liberals didn't chime in quicker on the public stuff. But then I had posted a thing on my uh, personal Facebook page and take you guys and, you know, your personal pages. Right. Uh, we made some industry news this week about banning yeah. you know, kid rock music, as we talked about on the last episode. And it, it happened. The radio station here, we dropped them and we made some industry news. And I shared that on our personal Facebook page. And almost nobody uh, liked it or commented. I mean, we got a few, but I was expecting all of our liberal progressive friends and family members to give us all uh you know an attaboy on all three of the pages dude right. I, I thought the same yeah. thing i was For like, all three of us we got like eight likes and four comments yeah. <laughs> i mean so it's but real sad is- that it's uh because this is polarizing right it's a polarizing topic and uh people i maybe they, here's the thing they don't want to be real public about how they feel on this yeah because uh they think that people are going to judge them or they're going to get into arguments about it it's uh that's pretty bad dude you might as well, well just believe the other thing if you're not willing to stand up in front of your people right and say it like come on yeah. 
That's part of my thing. Like, I don't argue on there to try to change conservatives' minds. I do it, A, to give us more views, uh, but B... I want either somebody who's on the fence to read our, you know, defense of transgender rights, and maybe it'll tip them into the right direction, or sure. some of these poor transgendered people who are just literally being beat up on right now. I want them to see, you know, a bunch of heterosexual white dudes defending them, to know that they're not yeah. alone out there, that people yes. do have their backs. So that's why we're doing it, really. 100%. Yeah. And there's also, let's let's be honest, with... Steve Harness. He also just, he <laughs> loves to go off on the, he likes to fight on the internet. I mean, he's oh, a yeah. guy that wears gloves all the time. He wants to take a few punches. <laughs> I take great joy in upsetting conservative idiots, you know, to get them all riled up. Like, I, I take glee in it for sure. So I like poking back a little. And part of what I posted on the personal Facebook page was telling people that I was shocked at how much hatred we got. And that, you know, we need to kind of push back on this. Like, this is not an okay thing, all this trans hatred. So perhaps some of our people read that and were like, I don't need the hatred. So I'm just going to let Steve and Nick and Brewski just, you know, fight their own little fight there. But yeah, it was just. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's well, got to be a champion in every crowd. This is Need to Know News. News. You need to know. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. <laughs> yeah. uh, welcome to Need to Know News. It's news you need to know. Hey, thanks for the new uh, imaging uh, production. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Paul Harvey had to make the show sooner or later, dude. <laughs> Is that an Australian guy? What the hell was that? The- Paul Harvey, dude. It was Paul no. Harvey. No, he's talking he about the, the, the open. Oh, the, the announcer. This is Need to Know News. News. You need to know. Hello, is that American British or Australian? He's Australian, dude. Oh. oh, no, no, no. Let me he's take British, that back. He's British. He? Yeah, yeah, he's British. How does how'd you get a British guy? <laughs> or is that your British accent? Oh, dude. This is a secret. The <laughs> Nick, <Nick's> con- <laughs> Nick has connections. You know that. Nick, yeah. Nick's got connections all over the world. You know well, that. I will tell you, we have added a lot of listeners in Europe, and we actually have added a new guy somewhere in uh, in uh, in England this past week. And Have we added any place new or unusual that, that really sticks out? Well, I'll tell you, I mean, Southeast Asia, that whole area, Jakarta and some of those uh, like Pacific Island. I, I don't know why, but we keep adding more listeners down there. Uh, India, we're doing really well in India. We added several more around the whole freaking country. Like, I don't get it, but they're adding. And yeah, England came on. We have some. Indonesia, you're on the air. Some of these places I got to Google, like, where is this city? What what country am I looking at? I'm going to have more people uh, start doing the news open from from places all around the world. Uh, We are international on this episode of Nick's Better Than You. We are international, (laughs) and people want us to be champions. Oh, now you are a champion. Yeah, Well, you're champions for listening out there. I can't tell if they're enthralled by the show or just, like, listen to these silly Americans talking about, you know. Can't look away from a car wreck once in a while, dude. I'll take either or. It's true. So, all right. So, let's do some news that people need to know. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. Need to know news. News you need to know. Is this artificial intelligence? Are we letting robots take over our show? <laughs> I made all kinds of international friends as of late. This is the only news you need to know. After all, <laughs> this is need to know news. News you need to know. Um, what they, they say. Yeah, that he's he's from Australia, dude. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, okay. Yeah. Thank you for listening, the world. The vocalminority.net on the World Wide Web and all our socials that are worthwhile can be found there. 
who's going here? I thought You're you had going. something to um, go on. We discussed oh, I, this ahead of the show. You're I, I, I can, I, can I lead off today? Oh, does Brewski wants to lead off. Brewski's can we taking the wheel. that happen? Right. The night's a puppy. It's time for another <laughs> Brewski. This one is a crazy Brewski. <laughs> right, okay, go. gentlemen, let's, let's file. Bruce? We can file this under OK Groomer. As okay, an OK Groomer? groomer. Yes, exactly. But uh-huh. this is a little bit more insidious. Okay. So we all know uh, Ali Akbar, who's uh, who goes by the name Ali Alexander. And I he, do not. Okay, well, he is uh, a Trump MAGA guy that actually worked with Steve Bannon to set up the uh, quote unquote stop the steal and then the January 6th insurrection. Oh, okay. So one of the morals so, behind the scenes. Okay. Exactly. And we, we know how much those guys really are worried about the children and morality here in the United States. Well, we we got all that screamed in our faces this week because apparently the transgenders are just after the kids. Exactly. Which they're not, but we heard a lot of that this week. So, okay, go ahead. But we've got a problem here. It seems like Ali has been told on by Milo Yiannopoulos, who everyone knows. Another conservative douchebag. Exactly. And it turns out that Ali Alexander has a taste for underage sweet meat. Oh, and, um, what a way to te- say it, dude. What a way to say it, I like that it's gender meat. neutral, though, what you just said. Is there, uh, does he lean on his preferences? Oh, yeah, underage absolutely. Meat? Uh, yeah, absolutely. He likes the wieners. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. And oh, so, the hypocrisy uh, flies. What are we talking about here? How do we know he likes underage sweet wiener meat? <laughs> God damn. So it, it turns out that he reached out to this uh, young man named Duncan, who is now 22 or 23. Hmm. And it turns out that when they first started talking, Duncan was 15 years old. Oh, Are and, you a sex offender? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he started trying to get the kid to send him uh peen bicks dude i love the way you're doing this article may i congratulate <laughs> you on the sweet meat and peen picks congratulations well, i don't know that i've heard that term copyright vocal minority 2023 <laughs> peen picks you peen know picks. and yeah. did, was he aware he was an underage boy i mean is he, he trying absolutely to... no no he knew he oh, knew all right yep that's and 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 so um he says to the the kid that uh, no matter what, I'll let you meet Milo. Uh, so, guys, this kid really wanted to meet Milo Yiannopoulos. Oh, I and, thought that was his nickname for his peen. I'll let you meet Milo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, the, and so it turns out that um, he was trying to get the kid to lie to his parents where uh, he was going and that he was going to buy the kid um, booze. Aye, aye, aye. So, okay. So okay. Groomer. I get it now that all yeah. comes back around. Uh, and what is he facing repercussions? How did this come out? What's, what's happening with this? Well, nothing, no repercussions. And, and this is dated today. And, but he did. But if the kid's 23 now and this was 15, is that expired? I mean, I don't know. Well, but, but just cause you can't get charged with something doesn't mean that, that this can't actually have a bad effect on you. Well, yeah. I mean, let's continue to blast it. So, because uh, a whatever career this guy still has going needs to fail horribly. But oh, the hypocrisy! Like we were just saying, all this transgender hatred we've been hearing about to protect the kids. I heard that a thousand times as we got to protect the kids from these drag shows. Meanwhile, one of Trump's right hand men is out there soliciting underage boys. There's I, I lots assume, of them, dude. There's I assume Kid Rock will be boycotting him now this week and blowing up pictures of this guy, right? Because he's got to stay true to defending the kids. 
So he said, here, quote, I apologize for any inappropriate messages sent over the years. Uh, he says, when I flirted or others have flirted with me, I've flexed my credentials or dropped corny pickup lines. Other times I've been careless and should have qualified those coming up to me's identities during flirtatious banter at the start. Wow. And by the way, that means that when Trump was in the White House, he was doing all this stuff with a then underage boy. Yeah. Full on admission of it. Wow. Won't somebody yeah. please think of the children. Right. Yeah. That's Melania Trump right there. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's a great story of hypocrisy. I certainly hope that some sort of charges are filed or at least the, uh, uh, yeah, I was about to say at least the mega crew will stay true to their, uh, their morals and throw him out. But obviously that's not going to either. It's never going to happen, dude. It's What's just apologizing. What the hell's that about? Who's who's that helping? A little sweet meat. (laughs) This is the only news you need to know. After all, this is need to know news. News you need to know. Enough said. Uh, Let's just stick with Trump here for a minute, okay? Stanley's uh, Australian cousin. Uh, Former President Donald Trump called on Fox News to admit the 2020 election was effectively stolen from him and that doing so would be a good thing for them and America right now. Except that they're in the middle of a billion dollar lawsuit for just saying that kind of thing. So yeah, I don't the think my pillow be- guy can't say anything, dude. Yeah, well, in this Fox News Dominion lawsuit thing going on, where, uh, well, yeah, I mean, that was the whole point of it, is that they lied about the election being stolen. Well, you know, it's also hard to talk when you've got a crack pipe stuck in your mouth, too, so. <laughs> wait, wait, are you Trump? saying he does crack no. constantly, Mike Lindell? Mike Lindell, yeah, oh, he was a ma- major crackhead and cokehead, yeah. Okay, I would, I can't say that I know for sure that he's still, you know, snapping lines. Crack right now, listening to <laughs> We, we want to know. Do you have <laughs> yes, a live feed would, to Mike I, Lindell? If I, had, if I had to guess, I would say he is smoking crack as we speak. In his uh-huh. office, no less. Yeah, perfect. Good. Come after us. That's all yeah. good. Yeah, please, he's, Mike Lindell. I will balance things out and say, regrettably, I love his stupid pillow. I really do. You still <laughs> sleeping on that bad boy? I got that pillow before I knew he was a right-wing moron, and it's it's a great pillow. I hate to endorse the pillow. <laughs> you also got it for free, though, so we've excused you. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, what's the uh, what's the point of the Trump story? I'm sorry. He I got tweets lost out. Cracking if- pillows. Uh, he tweets out all in caps, which is just, I mean, it's a look at his sanity, right? I mean, that he keeps doing these. If Fox would finally admit that there was a large-scale cheating scandal and irregularities in the 2020 presidential election, which would be a good thing for them and for America. <laughs> Why don't they just admit Trump's Jesus? As long as we're making stuff up, I mean... Why stop? It'd be good for the case against them, which should not have existed at all. It'd be greatly weakened. Start telling bullcrap again, dude. Well, I mean, that is what Fox specializes in, is lying and, uh, you know, brainwashing their sheeps out there. But um, that's hilarious to me that um, well, this whole lawsuit is based on the fact that it was not true. And a bunch of their hosts did say all this stuff. And behind the scenes, they knew it wasn't true. And they were upset that they had to preach this garbage. So exactly. here's Trump doubling down. Yeah. yeah. You know what I love about the the rant that he posted on uh, True Social? What? He talks of, he talks about how there was rampant and serial cheating by the Democrats. Right. And he spelled serial like 
breakfast cereal. I like Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's always making those airs. Yeah, look at it. Look it up. It's it's it's, it's amazing. Listen, that spilled. could be true. Maybe they were cheating on their Honey Nut O's or whatever, but they weren't <laughs> sort of rampant election cheating. And, uh, right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, people always say, like, don't you think we would have, if we, we did that, don't you think we would have picked someone different than Biden? Yes, there'd be no Republicans left. It's the greatest conspiracy in history that no one can prove, even though everyone talks about it. Like, it's just absurd. I don't know. I know he's preaching to his choir. I get it. But it's well, so- he, he wants he wants Fox to do what he would do, which is double down, keep fighting, you know, keep lying, keep lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah ex- but exactly. But you keep fighting. You never admit that, that you did anything. It's that whole Roy Cohn book of yeah. never admit that you did anything. Just keep fighting and fighting yeah. and delay, delay. That's all. No, you repeat the lie enough. People start to think it's the truth. Blah, blah, blah. I wish Fox News would keep doing it, though, so they would lose this billion-dollar settlement and maybe actually go out of business. But we'll see. There's a chance that whole lawsuit's going to be settled this week. So uh, I, I hope not. I, I, I immediately had a flashback to the old video game Mortal Kombat. Yeah, finish him. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, we do. Finish we want him. some satisfaction out of this, right? Yeah. No, I mean, it really pisses you off when... He's getting away with all of this stuff, and this is still his life. Probably making love. He's just a carefree <laughs> sort of dude. I'm probably going to be making love later, eating Big Macs and maybe snorting cocaine. Right. He's an old man. Like, just go away. Do that. Make love. Eat Big Macs. Snort cocaine. Whatever, man. Stop bothering you know, the rest of us. I, I liked it better when former presidents went and hid out painted pictures and pretended that they weren't one of the most awful people in all of United States history. Right. Because they realize they're irrelevant. They can't win office again. You've had your shot. Go away. Like Trump won't accept any of those standard realities. Yeah. You could have a fantastic life. If you just let go, you could have everything, dude. You could have everything. Just please. It's as if he has some sort of mental problem. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) meanwhile, Meanwhile, Trump wants to take like some sort of victory lap. He wants to run around, like, reaching his hand out, letting everyone smell his fingers. Uh, can't you know? get enough of it, dude. He can't get enough. I mean, we <laughs> are know? watching mental illness. Everyone's talking about Kanye West. Why aren't we talking about this man? Right. I mean, he's got a mental disorder. Did you hear the rant he went on this week or the NRA thing about people stealing refrigerators from yes. apartment stores, not department stores, from right. apartment stores? <laughs> refrigerators? <laughs> really? Yeah. I've seen people running out of Home Depot all the time with fridges on their backs. So. This, uh, <laughs> this reel that people are making of him saying, like, I met a huge muscle man that was crying. You know, this reel's getting longer and longer. <laughs> And it's getting funnier and funnier. I mean, it's crazy that you think people, I, I guess maybe people do believe him. Oh, a big man. Yeah. Big, I mean, he was crying. We're there sorry, used to be a, a point in history where you could cite the president as a credible source. Like the president yes. said this, so I'm going to take it as a fact. But that ship has sailed. So good luck, with your, good luck with your refrigerator thefts out there, everyone. And it's a whole different crowd that you have created of children who are saying, like, one day I want to be president. Like, uh, all the kids that want to be president now, we could just look at you and say, uh, we, you're psycho, mentally ill. We put you in a psych ward now. So this <laughs> never happens again. Well, we always used to say anyone could be president. And I think people right. like Trump took that too seriously. And now it's blown up in all of our faces. <laughs> so. I think so as well. This is the only news you need to know. After all, this is need to know news. News you need to know. Nuff said. 
That wow. could be the Fox News slogan. We're the only news you need. Don't listen to anyone else. <laughs> uh, have you heard about uh, the caution we're all supposed to be using for charging our phones in public? The latest malware scams out there. No. Another yes, thing I've to heard worry about. about. Yeah, so I saw one story that first started about a week ago saying that uh, the FBI had basically said that public charging stations, like you find in airports, basically, right. that you got to use caution with, that you should use your own USB cord, um, and plug it into an outlet, not the charging stations, because hackers have figured out a way to put something in that USB cord, a little chip that's going to install malware on your phone. So they it's incredible, dude. Right. So they started telling people, you know, be very cautious of these, you know, public charging stations. And then some viral or some, um, you know, travel influencing experts put out a video talking about the fact that when you're in a hotel room, the safest way to plug your phone into charge is to use the USB port on the back of the television in the hotel room because most people don't know there's ports back there and if you plug your phone in you can charge it it's a slow charge but it, but it charges yeah uh so now though they're uh the fbi and uh you know travel experts are coming out saying no we actually push back against the television advice because if it's publicly accessible in a hotel room and now that it's going all over the internet now the hackers are going to do that one and now they're saying though the the safer ones are to do the public charging stations and an airport because the airport should have an IT crew that checks these things every day for you. Dude, how about you just bring a wall wart and <laughs> yeah. plug it into the wall? That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Yes. I mean, I can remember years ago traveling in airports where there was few and far between, you know, actual outlets. You know, yes. it was there for people to vacuum with or whatever, and you'd have to fight right. with whoever to get your... And then they started putting charging, you know, at the actual outlets on the seats all over the place. Yes. Like, you know, became way more common. But I did see all of these public charging stations of late, and I've seen them at, like, concert venues and stuff, too, actually. Right. And this article, their, their ultimate advice, given all the misinformation and confusion going on here, is that, A, it's a real thing that people are installing malware on public charging stations. Right. Uh, but that, yeah, really, you should just bring your own wall wart, your own plug, find a traditional outlet and charge your phone off of it. I wouldn't do it. I find more and more that I'm reading articles and seeing videos on how people like uh, mess with a debit card reader at a grocery yeah. store that's been going on for a little while though yeah. right little face place on it or whatever uh face plate uh i always check before i use the machine even with my debit card but i was at a grocery store last week where this woman was going from register to register and she had some sort of device she was putting on the credit card machine and if it came up with a green light there was nothing odd about it if it came up with a red light something had been messed with she said they check them every hour wow but that's interesting you got to wonder how often they found stuff then if that's how often they're doing it at those stores i'm always seeing from pe people on like next door in my area talking about like hey just got gas at such and such uh they've got skimmers on one, one of the machines there my bank you know just called me uh i see it happen all the time dude i mean it's insane how many ways you could steal someone's identity info 
Yeah, and one of the uh, experts that were interviewing this article basically said that a visual inspection of these things will do you no good because the hackers are smart enough to make it look like it's supposed to be there. But the machine you're talking about, I don't know if that's the, the, maybe there's going to be a consumer product or an app one of these days. We can all do that. But. That'd be great, right? Yeah. yeah. Here's an interesting thing, too, they pointed out. If you plug your phone into any sort of publicly accessible thing and your iPhone pops up with the warning saying, do you want to trust this device? that you should immediately say no. Hmm. So I'll tell you, when I plug my phone into like my computer, it always says, do I want to trust this device? And I started thinking like, what are you saying? My laptop has malware? No, what they're saying is iPhones, and I don't know about Androids, but iPhones, when you plug it into a power source, does not view that as a device. It's not gonna ask you if you trust the wall outlet. So if you plug it into an outlet, be it a charging station or an outlet, and you get that warning, that means your phone considers what you're plugging into to be a device. Meaning like software, to, you know, something's going to download. Right. Okay. So okay. that's why they're saying if you see that on a public USB charging or a wall outlet, immediately unplug your phone because your phone's telling you this is a computer you're plugging it into, not a not an energy source. Pee on it very quickly and then dry <laughs> right. it off. You got find the nearest guy with a mega hat on and tell him, hey, this port's free. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to do it, dude. Yeah. So caution for public charging. Bring your own damn cord and charge in an outlet. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. <laughs> Kids Google intro, who Bruce Paul Dude. Harvey is. Dude, Paul Harvey's a wonderful man who did, you know, he was a news guy, right? I mean, sure. famous worldwide, uh, my uh, hero of my father's, and I met Paul Harvey, dude. I got an autographed picture with Paul Harvey. Oh, wow. <laughs> was it black and white? I bet you didn't know. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I got it taken in like 1999, 2000-ish, so I think just, you know, for nostalgia purposes, it is black and white. Nice. And yes, as I always say on the, the radio, the podcast, when I make references, like, Google that reference, kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm how Paul Harvey did. So this, this one's actually a, a fun story I like, and it's uh, all about going for the job that you want. All right. I'm trying for podcast hosts, but it's not working so far. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're putting in the work, Steve. We're putting in the work. That's all yes, we can, we uh, you know, that's all you can do. Apparently, Ho- Josiah Ernesto Garcia also was trying to put in the work for the job that he wanted, uh, but unfortunately, it was a government uh, FBI agent he was talking to. So mm. here's, the, here's the headline. What's his dream job? Oh, he wanted to be a hitman. <laughs> oh, wow. Watch out for the hitman. Parody hitman website nabs Air National Guardsmen after he applied for murder for hire jobs. So it turns out <laughs> On that- what site, Brewski? Like Craigslist or something? No. Rentahitman.com. Oh, they may, I get it now. They made, they made their a fake own website. Site. Okay. All yeah. Right. The FBI made a fake website uh, stealthily called what? Hit, hire a hitman.com? No, rentahitman.com. <laughs> dum, da, dum, dum. <laughs> wow. A subsidiary so of Amazon. Okay. It turns out that he would he came across the site while he was searching for contract mercenary jobs. Wow. Here's the problem, though. Obviously, this kind of website's going to find total morons who probably aren't capable of actually being a hitman. We need to find the good hitmen. I don't think you can call the website rent a hitman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, how do you meet a hitman, dude? Is it just the crowd you're chilling with? Or how do you find a hitman? I mean, not that, not that I want one. I'm, I'm just looking for a friend. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How would a person find a hitman? Like, 
These are great questions. It's like trying to find crack. Like, I guess you got to know someone. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's crack Uh, everywhere. Easy to get. (laughs) So, Mr. Garcia actually applied on the website for work as a hitman, submitting identification documents, (laughs) a resume, as well as indicating he was an expert marksman, earning him the nickname, quote, Reaper, end quote, and that he was employed in the Air National Guard since July 2021. And then on top of that, was it a list of people he killed or just I worked at Best Buy from (laughs) probably. (laughs) So then here's the thing. I guess they weren't following up with him in a timely fashion because he continued to follow up with them for about a month, reaching out to him saying, when you're applying for a job, you got to follow up. What's going on? He included his home address and a headshot. Because we know that's important if you're going to be a hitman. Wow. This and eventually- guy is the dumbest criminal we've ever heard of, right? <laughs> what? Dumb, Did you say dumb, dumb criminals? Yeah. <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb <laughs> criminals. <laughs> well, how are you, Necker Schmickers? For the uh, minority. <laughs> little primetime action. <laughs> uh, yes. So eventually he agreed to kill someone for $5,000, which what? to me seems really low. That's very affordable. I would have killed 30 people by now if it's five grand a pop. So, <laughs> well, you like... shut your mouth, dude. Come on. <laughs> let's, let's be, here's honest. At time. five grand, I could do an impulse buy for that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're killing pedophiles. Of course. Yes. Pedophiles. X's, but you know. Well, and uh, <laughs> they're typing. They're typing. <laughs> it's a long list. <laughs> I thought all your X's lived in Texas. I don't know. Mm. It's parody people, protected constitutional speech here. Go ahead. That's right. So, um, I uh, for lovely cash and prizes, I will give you guys one guess once they search his house what kind of weapon he had at his house he was going to use for the work that he was applying for. Super uh, soaker. <laughs> what are the cash and prizes? Uh, I want to know what I'm playing for. Nicky, don't, don't worry about that. It's, it's, behind cur- it's behind curtain number three. <laughs> All right. Well, I get it then. Uh, I think he had uh, AR-15. Oh, ding, ding, ding. There you go. Nick Reynolds, our big winner for the day. Uh, nice. That's a fact. Those yeah. things are harmless, I'm told, by internet trolls yelling at us on gun control stand stuff. So Exactly. We're, get, we're starting to see some banning happening, though, right? Uh, no. Yeah. Of AR-15s? What are we yep. seeing banning on that? No, we're starting to see our uh, banning of automatic weapons, right? No. Oh, no. I think I just you're talking about books down in, in Texas and in Florida. That's what they're banning. They're not banning guns at all. They want you stupid, so they don't want you to right. feel the Isn't that mean. ironic? They're against banning guns because that won't solve the problem, they say. But we're going to ban drag shows and books and, you know. <laughs> but anyways, what are you talking about in Seattle, Nick? Are they banning automatic weapons in Washington State? Yeah, they got a bill oh. passed. Uh, yeah, also, where? Chicago, uh, Illinois. I'm not up on any of this. Or, uh, I'm going to use you as a credible news source, though. So I hope you. Oh, no, uh, that's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's are dangerous. these proposed things or things that have actually passed all the way through and are going into law? Hey, Bruce. So I'm moving to either Seattle or Chicago. <laughs> oh, you are? Okay. Well, hey, Brewski, answer our question. So, you know. Computing, computing, computing. Brewski is computing. Boston Booyah. Here is the answer. <laughs> well, I will, I will say that according to the Seattle Times on April 8th, uh, it says that the state senate in Washington 
on Saturday approved a ban on the sale of assault weapons in Washington. It's a phenomenon. It's happening. Dude. It's spreading like wildfire. We're starting to see it spread. I, I mean, mean, that's I nice, but the classic problem, of course, is Washington State it. is not an island. You know? Yeah. You no, drive over Chicago, to- dude. Chicago. Same well, with Chicago yeah. or Illinois. Like, you can yeah, drive Illinois the rest of also. Illinois. You can drive we to Indiana, some- drive to Michigan. Yeah. Well, yeah, if, if uh, you're the one who always says, like, you got to do something. Uh, like, even if it's not going to work, you got to do something to try, right? So. It's fair. It's just, you know, yeah. Not we'll see what happens. How about that? Right. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. Hey, dude, did you hear about a Spanish climber who crawled out of a cave after 500 days in isolation? Uh, No. No, I did not. Well, it's just Fox happened News in Madrid. No, dude. Living in a uh, bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is a Spanish mountain climber emerged Friday from a cave 70 meters, 230 feet underground, where she spent 500 days isolated from the outside world. Did you say she? It's a woman? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm guessing boyfriend problems, but go ahead. Yeah, it could be. Beatrice Flamini. 50 of Madrid left the cave in southern Spain shortly after 9 p.m. After being told by supporters that she had completed the feat she set out to accomplish. So this was all done by choice. She was not trapped down there. She didn't fall down a hole. I mean, uh, she went into this cave and said, 500 days, that's what I'm doing. Could you do it? Uh, if I wanted to, <laughs> I suppose I could, but I guess I would uh, need a better picture painted. Like, what kind of supplies? Well, oh, Survivor style, dude. Oh, when I'm talking like like a bed and like cable no. and, and all that. To... You're oh, in no. a cave, dude, for 500 days. This is uh, Survivor. Huh. Sounds like a lesbian fantasy. 500 days in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> a deep, dark hole. <laughs> uh, well, down in a hole. You know, do we know why, change. what her motivation was or anything? Uh, she was obliged to temporarily halt the challenge after some 300 days to leave the cave for eight days because they were having a technical problem. She spent the eight days in a tent and had no contact with anyone before going back down once the problem was resolved so what's uh, the technical problem no wi-fi in the cave no dude. Exactly. I mean, it was, she ran out of flint or something i don't know this is survivor <laughs> interesting it was not immediately possible to contact uh flamini uh how do you say this brewski f-l-a-m-i-n-a flamini i would think so flamini flamine just say All it with right. confidence nobody has any idea what her name is so Flamity. Okay. She spent the last 500 days underground with the uh, with an interruption of eight days, blinking and smiling as she embraced well wishers. Her first words, including asking who would be uh, paying for a celebration round of beers. 500 days in the cave, and I did it, and I made it survivor style. Her husband was reached for comment and said, "Was she gone? I didn't even notice. She's, she's quiet around here. For people to buy a beer, dude. I mean, something. I just had the major feat of 500 days in a cave. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, all right, then. 
I thought she was going to ask who shot Jr. <laughs> <laughs> it was only 500 days, dude. Oh, oh, well, okay. Right. Sorry. Yeah. What's this COVID thing? There was somebody that woke up out of a coma in like 2021 and had no idea that a global pandemic had hit. While they were <laughs> last, you know. Well, that's, I mean, uh, Walking Dead, that's how Rick Grimes wakes up, yeah. right? And I mean, that sounds real freaky. Uh, you're a Walking Dead fan. Brewski, are you? Yeah, I never got into it. All right. Well, you should give it a shot. But I just started watching a brand new show based on a video game, um, The oh, Last, the Last of, of Us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to start uh, watching it. My kids have been into it. And, uh, yeah, I'm hearing good things. So I watched uh, just the first two episodes already pulled in. Love it. But then I read episode number three is yeah. perhaps like the uh, greatest moment of television ever. Is what they're touting. Well, I don't know about that, but okay. Well, you're going to find yeah. out, dude. Let us know. I will find out when you watch it. Give us your review. All right. Well, next we'll episode of the Vulcan Minority. All right. Let's talk. Uh, is this a, a faux controversy or is this uh, worthwhile? Uh, you know, I mean, we're, uh, we're progressive types on the show. We're always looking out for the little guy out there, but I'm not sure if this is offensive or not. A Oklahoma liquor store is uh, facing a backlash over a, quote, offensive sign. We've all seen the like the no shoes, no shirt, no service kind of signs, right? Sure. Yeah. And in recent COVID times, the no mask, no service kind of thing. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, in 2017, a liquor store in Oklahoma faced backlash after it put up an offensive, quote unquote, sign on its window. The sign read, pull your pants up or don't come in. Nobody wants to see your underwear. Oh, now, is that offensive or isn't it? Uh, let me tell you exactly what it is. Yeah. Day class A. <laughs> I mean, it's a little day class A, but it's not offensive, right? I mean, I guess I don't want your butt out. If I'm just seeing underwears, I'm all for it, dude. I don't yeah. mind seeing underwears. I just don't want skin, <laughs> butt. You don't out. mind the dudes that have their boxers hanging out and all that? Yeah. What do, what's it doing to me? I know, it doesn't bug me. I w uh, listen, I wouldn't be bothered if it were a woman because I'm a straight man. I wouldn't be bothered if that were a woman. Mm. You know what, Nick? I, I I get bothered by what, seeing people looking dumb wearing Crocs and socks, for God's sakes, or slide sandals and socks. <laughs> that's so. Uh, we, that's what I mean. We see dumb stuff all the time. Like yeah, I mean, so it's the, just different. Well, the internet backlash for this, because this is really where it's become a story, is it made it through the, the Twitterverse or whatever. And people are saying that it's racist because they feel that it's usually black guys that have their pants yeah, exactly. around their knees. So that if you have a sign like this, you're basically discriminating against uh, African-American gentlemen. However, uh, first of all, it's in, where did I say, Oklahoma? Uh, yeah, Oklahoma. I'm not sure how prevalent the uh, black population is in Oklahoma dressing that way or not, but well, I've seen it on every ethnicity, so I don't look at it that way. Yeah, because they're even, they're even gang guys, like um, what they call peckerwoods. And they're they're these uh, white dudes that have like shaven heads and they wear saggy pants and that sort of thing. And it's kind yeah. of like I've that, seen that, way more dumb white dudes do it than I that I have of any. And, other and they <laughs> they wear their pants like that. And in Oklahoma, the 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 Peckerwood gangs, yeah. Mm. Dude, let's be even honest. I mean, it is a racist thing. I mean, you have to view yeah. it that way. No, I don't know if you have to. That's my point. I've seen plenty of dumb white dudes that do this kind of thing. Yeah, and I would tend to agree. Like, if I'm a business owner, and if I if I'm going to say you need shoes on, then for me to say I don't really want to see your underwear. Now, as long as you're applying it to the woman who's uh, what do you call it when the thong hangs out the back there? Whale tail. Yes, as long as you're applying it equally, then 
I don't know that it's wrong to say I don't want to see your underwear in my store. I guess it's not wrong. Here, this is what I'll say. The sign's not going on my store. Sure. I'm not going to put it up. I just wouldn't do it, I guess. I don't know if I can jump on um, what would be viewed as the liberal side of this, that that's offensive and outrageous to say, because you're assuming it's black people. Isn't that more your perception, if that's how you read that sign? Yeah. It's an interesting question. The first thing I think of when you say it, like I picture the store owner is like a crotchety old man. Yeah, it's an old white lady. Old crotchety woman. Old. Come on. So I don't know that she deserves the racist backlash that she's getting, but maybe that is what she meant it for. So I don't want to defend her either if that's if that's what she really meant by it. But unless she cops to, to it that, yeah, it's, it's a, you know, I just don't want black guys in my store. Unless she cops to it, you can't automatically install on it that she's racist. And if we're allowed to say you need a COVID vaccine to come into my business, then I don't know. I mean, shop owners can have their own rules. She's made it, in my opinion, kind of vague of just pull your pants up. I don't want to see your underwear. She did not say men. She did not say ethnicity. So, uh, Bruce, you had something to say. I can't believe I'm doing this with my pants off. Well, <laughs> you can't go in her store, dude. We don't have that rule on this show. So, well, <laughs> we have no pants, no and if, problem. And if you're going to do that, just save it for the men's room at the McDonald's. Right. <laughs> Always Brewski's best advice. I just want to pick good fights when it comes to being proud progressive liberals. This seems like the wrong fight to pick. It makes us all look a little reactionary. Is it a hill to die on? No. No. Stay class A. All right. Well, enough said. This is the only news you need to know. After all, this is need to know news. News you need to know. Enough said. That's another Fox News slogan. It's the only news you need to know. <laughs> only listen to us. Yes. But we're good people, everyone, so don't worry. <laughs> we're yeah, good. it's no problem. <laughs> Just listen to us. You'll be fine. Right. Okay, well, I'd like to have something fun, but uh, I'm going to bring the, the heavy here. No more. New yeah. bill could ban certain topics from Tennessee college campuses. Oof. Now, we're not talking high school. We're not talking middle school or anything like that. We're talking college campuses. So we're talking about adults. Sure. And also it would affect private schools as well, which I don't know how you can tell a private school what they can and can't teach. Right. Especially for conservative Tennessee, where they're supposed to be in favor of small government and, you know, don't tread on me and all that stuff. But and yeah, colleges you have to apply to get into, you have to pay for. And so the state's going to try to say which topics and gee, I can't imagine which topics they don't want to be educated about. I bet that has something to do with minorities and history. Well, yeah, the book, the list of the books. I mean, it's just crazy. Right. House House Bill 1376, also known as the Tennessee Higher Education Freedom of Expression Act, that's a mouthful, would limit what can be taught on Tennessee college campuses. Uh, anytime and, you're the party against education, you should just stop. So here's what here's what it says. The bill lists 17 divisive different topics not to be discussed, such as one race or sex is inherently superior or inferior to another race or sex. It also bans teaching an individual by virtue or the individual's race or sex is inherently privileged, racist, sexist, 
or uh, oppressive. This whole which race is superior thing. And what are we talking Nazi Germany? What college is teaching that right now? No, but but what I think that what the, I think what they're doing there, Steve, is they're they're putting that in there because that's something that everyone can agree on. Right. We we don't want to teach that. And right. then what they put under that and attached to it is all the rest of the stuff where you can't talk about white privilege. So they're kind of putting it together. Yeah. So that's kind of what it is. It's kind of like a, a Trojan horse, if you will. Yeah, you know, like a Mein Kampf University. Uh, in Tennessee, of course, just uh, voted out the two black guys that uh, had the nerve to be part of a protest. And I know they reinstated them, but that is that was a the, the reason they reinstated them, if we're being honest, is because of the nationwide backlash. You can't just be voting out elected officials that haven't broken any laws. Oh, hey, can you explain to me, other than racism, like uh, in that whole uh, ousting, why were just what did they say why they didn't kick the woman out along with the two? Yeah, it was three of them. It's two black guys and a white two woman. Two black guys and a white reason woman. they voted the two black guys out, but then let but, the white woman stay. Like that but didn't they, seem completely obvious. She survived by one vote. So I think that was a way to tell her, shut up and get in line. The, you, we barely kept you here because of you being a white woman, but your your butt could be out uh, uh, as well. So foul. Absolutely. What is wrong with this country? Like that you don't see that and be like, Oh, that's blatant. I think they were hoping it just wouldn't get national attention. You know, like sunlight is the best disinfectant, they say, right? So well, that's why I think it's good that we're talking about this and everyone is, that you need to highlight this sort of, you know, hypocritical racist garbage going on that's really communist-esque of throwing out your dissenters. So uh, Justin Jones, Representative Justin Jones, before he was elected, he was one of the citizens that led the charge to have the bust of Nathan Bedford, Bedford Forrest removed from the, the Tennessee State House. And as we all know, Nathan Bedford Forrest founded the Ku Klux Klan in Tennessee. It's been said that since he came in and was elected, the rest of the body, the rest of the white dudes, the, all the white dudes in there kind of had it out for him because of, of that whole thing. Wow. Uh, they should have just covered it with a white sheet, left it there, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, I went back and forth in my mind. Did you guys see the Tucker Carlson piece on this whole thing? Oh, yeah, yes. I did, did not, thankfully, no. Uh, I went back and forth in my mind whether or not to play it because it is by far the, the most disgusting racist inhumane thing that i've seen i that i can't remember a piece of audio making me feel that disgusted wow what were some of the words or whatever that was used oh uh well they talked about where he went to college and started out by saying like uh he went through a transformation like this is the uh, uh no he, they used very carefully as a, a dog whistle he yeah. went through a transition you know uh he started out as this white wannabe kid in this college that's all white kids and he probably got in because he was black but i mean he he goes on and on to say this guy you know he didn't used to be this guy failing to acknowledge at all that you know it was i think eight years ago since he was in this video and he was a kid and he was doing nothing wrong but acting too white the whole story was about just how he was a white kid well and he he went to a really good school up in maine called bowden college which mm. is very very difficult to get into like you really have to be a, a cream of the crop student to get into bowden yeah, that's exactly what rachel said she was like it's a great school tough to get into 
Uh, I mean, it's he's just Tucker Carlson is sick. He's lost his marbles if he ever had them. I don't know, but sick piece of audio. It's on Facebook. You can go watch it. I can only hope this extra attention helps him rise further and further in the political world. I hope it backfires in all of these racist morons and Fox News and beyond. Yes. Especially since he's he's such a a young edu- he's a young educated up and coming politician that yes. ob- he's thoughtful and and him and uh, Justin Jones mm-hmm. they, they they're both educated young people and to, you well, know they, they make you they make you proud for what the future could possibly be they give you hope dude these are the young generation of great people that are giving hope to the world yeah and that's why they have a target on their back because we can't have young educated people coming up no. in this world you know it's why it's why conservatives hate college they always say that colleges are like liberal indoctrination i sent my religious kid to college and he came out a liberal that that's what facts do they open your <laughs> mind to the world and they make you see things in a more liberal or logical way so that's why they're anti-education for all of this stuff they don't want the facts to come out because they know it does not lean well to their party it's funny dude that rachel and i and my wife were having this conversation last night and she when we were in high school together she was very liberal like me she left high school went into the military and uh-huh. uh became a republican dude mm. Yeah, I mean, she was Republic. She, I think she culture. I guess so. I don't know. And then she told me last night we were talking, and uh, I said, "Who, who indoctrinated you to get back to this liberal side?" Right. She's come back to the good side now. She's come back to the good side, and it's been a long time. But she said, "You know what? Uh, Two years into Claremont, uh, it's conservative." Yeah. It's a conservative school, very conservative. And she was like, I became educated once again, I, and I went to the liberal side because that's what makes sense to me. Right. You know, <laughs> I always say being liberal is being logical. So, yes, facts. What do they say? Facts tend to have a liberal bias, and it's true. It's not that it's actually a liberal bias. It's just Sorry. Like, yeah, science and, uh, you know, moral <laughs> yes. treatment of others. Those are liberal things, apparently. So. Uh, that's a fact. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. You got one more? Sure. Set me this up. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. All right. It's time for Sports Talk. Ruski, <laughs> our designated uh, sports aficionado on the show. Although, Nick, you're a big fan of Major League Baseball as well. Am I, am I remembering that correctly? You are, sir. Uh, have you noticed either directly or anecdotally that home runs have increased in the last 10 years? Yeah, it all started, dude, with Mark McGuire. And well, it's not gone downhill since there has been. Yes. And now part of that was due to the steroid era. Sure. Part of that was due in the in Colorado because they were keeping baseballs in the humidor. Mm-hmm. And then the mm-hmm. other part of that, too, in the past, I don't know, five to seven years was partially to do with analytics. And because analytics uh, stresses the three true outcomes, one of which is home runs and launch angle and so they're trying to put the ball in the air however yeah i'm sure there's another reason why home runs are up yes and it's science as we just talked about climate Climate change warming 
Exactly. Climate change <laughs> is making major league sluggers, even uh, hotter hitters, no but it did, did. Uh, sending an extra 50 or so home runs a year over the fences, a new scientific study finds. Hotter, thinner air allows balls to fly farther, contributed a, a tiny bit in a surge of home runs since 2010, according to a statistical analysis by Dartmouth College. Yeah, they analyzed 100,000 major league games and more than 200,000 balls put into play in the last few years, along with weather conditions, stadiums, and other factors. And, uh, quote, global warming is juicing home runs in Major League Baseball, says the uh, co-author of the study. Says it's basic physics. Ah, thank you. Uh, he says when the, hair, uh, when the air heats up, molecules move faster and away from each other, making the air less dense. Baseballs launched off a bat go further through thinner air because it's uh, there's less resistance to slow the ball. Just a little bit further can mean the difference between a home run or a you know pop fly in the outfield there. A one and crack uh, fly. Right. So. I guess this is the upside to climate change for your fantasy baseball team. Yeah, uh, it could be a really good thing. I mean, it may, it's hey, here's the thing. This is the year of 2023 as Mother Nature, along with uh, uh, Major League Baseball, tries to make the game more exciting with this new rule that we haven't talked about yet, Brewski. Yes. The pitch clock. I love Yay the pitch nay. clock. You I love do? it. Absolutely, I do. Oh, I'm disappointed. Why? Why? The pitcher okay, takes too long out there. Oh my God! Yeah, like uh, we had, we had this one pitcher for a while here in the this what the Red Sox named David Price, and he'd stand there on the mound and he'd be looking into the catcher and he'd start tugging on his jersey. Then he'd start like adjusting his his, his balls, and then, then he starts like <laughs> he you know doing like, the macarena. Yeah. He, he's doing every, everything but 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 throwing the ball. And <laughs> yeah. the and the problem is is that. Games were averaging three and a half to three hours and 45 minutes. Yes. And the problem, the problem that they have is that they were finding that younger demographics weren't watching baseball anymore. Mm. There was I was going to say, because that, that's always the complaint I've had is baseball on TV is slow and boring to me. I like going to the ballpark, but it's so slow on TV. You like yeah, watching exactly. golf? No. God, no. No. I, I, oh. the, <laughs> so the, the thing about the, the pitch clock is that you have uh, 23 seconds to throw the ball. And I believe it's close to like 28 if there's a runner on base. But you, you can only throw over two times, which is great because I can't tell you how many times I've been at a game and it, the pitcher keeps throwing over to first, throwing over to first. Mm-hmm. And it's just such it's just awful. Yeah. Um, the other part that of that makes is, sense to me. I like your logic on that. Nick, why are you upset by the shot clock? Uh, I figured a uh, fellow purist in baseball would be upset by this. <laughs> like, I, no. I, I don't like it at all, dude. Everything you mentioned last week, we did a, a show on what songs still give you the chills. When you talk about, you know, like, tugging at the nuts and adjusting his uniform, like that is all baseball to me, dude. That's all baseball to me. I want to see you no. spit a couple of times. I want you to check second. Okay, Nick, call your you, mom in between outs. Like. So here, so so here, so here's the thing. Back in the '60s, when Bob Gibson was pitching, mm. champion, absolutely. Games back then were two hours, but the pace now has gotten way too slow. It's yeah. gotten way too slow. Is that the whole yeah. reason they're doing this? Is the pace? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, exactly. Now they're losing tons of money by no, people uh, not coming to the park and everything else. Before you know all of this, they thought we got to get people back into the stands. Yeah. Well, so is- here's here's a fun thing. 
there was a game with the Red Sox and the Rays last week that ended in two hours and six minutes, which was fantastic. But the yeah. problem that some ball ball clubs are noticing is that they're not being able to sell as much beer. Right. There's a tipping point there, making it too quick for the amount of oh. commercials you can shove in there, sponsorships, beer runs, all that. Oh no, but 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 they've 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 figured that out. They so figured they it out today or yesterday, I think. They extended beer sales after the seventh inning. They actually extended it to the eighth inning. And if you go to a game in Houston, you can keep buying beer until the last out of the game. I Did they used to beer, cut you off? I scope beer. It's Cousin Brewski. <laughs> buy a dozen from the cousin. <laughs> so much as though you're selling beer now, dude. No, you, you, you got to have a side house. So, you know, you got to do those things. Yeah, so, they used to cut uh, it off inning. right after seventh inning, at seventh inning. So you couldn't last call. Can't buy anymore. Well, back to um, the original point. Is the science of climate change, does that make sense? Because all the things you mentioned at the start of that story about the, the humidors and stuff, it was all science-based. Sure. Well, how to yeah. make the baseball go further. Well, yeah. and, and and the other thing, too, is that with the the, the the air being drier, the balls will get a bit drier. So then the, what they'll do is they'll get a little bit harder as well. And a, and a harder baseball will travel further. Interesting. So now we got to start factoring in stadiums and elevation and humidity levels and what era and climate change you were in. Like, I think it's fine if, if it's just all natural. I think it's fine. Like natural act. It's it's fine. Yeah, if it yeah. affects the records, I love to see it. I mean, that's you—you you hit the ball out of the park at the game you were at. That's all I care about. Yeah, I guess it's even, maybe you know, because everyone's got the opportunity traveling to different stadiums and you know. yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not like one guy taking steroids. Uh, you know, he has an advantage over everyone else. Everybody has that. I mean, some guys are naturally power hitters, and some guys aren't. Um, yeah. But. But under this whole thing now, you know, everybody has more of an equal chance that a good fly ball hit might end up becoming a home run. Right. So I guess the new thing is go ahead and juice yourself on steroids and then like spray hairspray cans in the air to try to add to climate change. <laughs> go a little further. Like, little I'm just Aquanet. waiting to see if they uh, one day when steroids are legal. Let's just create a juiced league. I want to watch uh, <laughs> athletes juice up and be the best they can be with drugs. Well, well actually, you know what? You can. Uh, there's a, a slow pitch softball barnstorming team that travels the country. And these are all big, massively jacked dudes. And they go to Major League Baseball stadiums and they get slow pitch softballs thrown to them and they hit like 500 foot home runs in Major League Baseball parks, which Brilliant. is unheard of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Bill Burr's got a great stand up rant about let them all juice. I want to experiment on them so I can just take a pill and have a six pack of abs or whatever. Like, yes. Dude. And if they're all juicing, great. what does it matter? Like, keep it equal then. Fine. Welcome to the new world. People want juice, dude. Give it to us. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's all right, the news apparently you need to know for this fine week, everybody. Indeed, it is. Uh, go to our webpage, thevocalminority.net. Find the socials there. And until next time. We bid you adieu. Test one, two. Test one, two. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve.